Hi, it's Lucy Chapman, and here's more. I got to tell you, I'm walking down the hallway, and I see these guys just walking around, and one of them's holding a baby kangaroo. Well, I can't let that just go by. Who are you, and how did you get in here? Well, I got a chance to talk to both Dean and Tim from Scattered Joy Acres. Tim, you are one of the board members there. Tell us about Scattered Joy Acres. Absolutely. We're a 26-acre rescue and therapy ranch on the north side of Omaha, 49th and Newport, about four blocks north of Sorensen Parkway. We take in abandoned, abused, and neglected animals from all across the country. Those we don't find homes for become therapists. We do animal-assisted therapy for folks in need, uh, whether they're developmentally disabled, whether they've uh, been through PTSD, mental or psychological crisis, and help them get through those problems and work through them. Uh, when we're not doing that, we're open as a petting zoo. We provide a lot of ent- entertainment and enjoyment for families. Tell me about some of the interactions that some of the kids that come in that have some developmental disabilities themselves, how do they react? Animals don't judge the way people do, and people will bond with a specific animal, and that's what helps create that therapeutic environment. Um, we've had people that have bonded with a porcupine, believe it or not, um, with horses, with pigs, um, and uh, it creates that environment that allows people to talk about their problems. We had one young man that showed up a few years ago that uh, uh, was autistic. The first day he was there, he stood behind his mother because he didn't realize other people would be there. Well, after a few months, he was giving tours to other people. Oh, that is He'd amazing. broken through that shell. Uh, we had one uh, young boy that, uh, through the therapy, was able to verbalize things to his parents that he'd never been able to say before. Who came up with the idea for Scattered Joy Acres, and what's behind it? Well, it wasn't my idea. <laughs> this was started by Joy Bartling, who's a certified animal assisted therapist. Uh, many years ago, she uh, had been through some trauma in her own life and recognized that uh, the animals around her provided that therapy for her when she needed. She knew, um, having been through trouble and been through trauma, that uh, she needed to be able to give this love and therapy to other people. And so she started up 16 years ago. And what was her first animal? I actually met Joy years later. I was trying to get rid of a couch out of my basement looking for a place for it to go. And I called around and asked a few people. They said, oh, you need to call Joy. And at the time, she was up in up near uh, Fort Calhoun Blair area. And uh, she came down with a trailer. And I looked at her and I looked at the trailer. And I knew this couch in the basement was one of those sectionals with all the mm-hmm. moving parts and the ottomans built in. And it's a heavy couch. I'm thinking, oh, no. They sent her to do this by herself. We managed to get those uh, couches into her trailer. And she took them off and used those for what she was doing there and then uh, she relocated to Omaha about uh, six or seven years ago. Uh, It's been phenomenal since then and uh, ran into an old friend of mine who happened to know her and we connected again and I started helping her out. I have to tell you when you first started that story I thought you said that you had a cow in your basement that you needed to get rid of. I thought well I mean that's a good person to call then. Yeah. I finally realized no he says couch. Dog owners and cat owners we know that animals have that sensitivity. I don't know how many times and I've been down or sad and just grab my dog and give him a hug and it does make me feel better and that's just on a very small scale what are the animals like when everybody's gone they still you know like anybody they still need downtime uh so the ranch is not open 24 7 we have days that it's closed so that they have their own time to to relax and enjoy themselves but yeah they're just like every other animal that's out there they like to interact and have fun it goes to also the animals themselves in helping people talking about downtime you can walk up to the horses and captain will come running to you wanting petting and somebody else might say, eh, no, and they just turn and walk away. So it's the person's learning how to interact and to read the horses as an example, but then how do you take that same skill and equate it to reading body language between humans? You can tell when somebody wants to engage you or when somebody says, leave me alone. 
And Dean chimes in. Dean has been a volunteer at Scattered Joy Acres longer than any of the other volunteers there. Is there special training that the animals have to go through? Or can you just pull a horse that's been abandoned? Sure. Uh, Joy actually has just gone through uh, specialized training to be certified. EGALA is the organization, and they're international. And EGALA trains her, it's a week-long training, to work with a mental health therapist to use equine horses, donkeys, for mental health therapy. And, yeah, it's just any horse and you'd have to talk to Joy about the, the, the depth of what they do, but it, just any horse can be used in that way. What kind of things are you up against now with Scattered Joy? You're a 501c3? We are a 501c3. We survive on donations. We're trying to build a new barn, which is probably going to be a couple hundred thousand dollars to get that done. Uh, but that'll allow us to do all-weather therapy. So when Mother Nature's not cooperating, we can't be outside. This will provide people a place to be inside. Is your message getting out there enough? Because I would think that the money would just be rolling in. Unfortunately, that doesn't happen, generally speaking, with any organization. It's it's funny you say that, Lucy. Money is, of course, important as a nonprofit. Uh, and the needs of feeding the animals, I mean, it's $7 for just a small square bale of hay. I don't know how many. They probably can go through 15 a day in the winter. About two weeks ago, somebody from Chicago showed up at the ranch. And they came from Chicago just to come to the ranch. Did they just find out about you guys online? Probably. I'd never heard, but I heard through the grapevine that, hey, yesterday we had somebody here and they came all the way from Chicago just to come to the ranch. Now, were they coming here just to, to see it? Did they have some some kids with them or some adults? Because you you don't just help out kids, you're helping out adults also. Absolutely. I've got a story I've been sharing for the last year. Uh, last summer, standing there talking to people, we'd like to engage people to help them touch and know you're supposed to touch the animals. And I asked this gentleman as three kids, you want to go sit down in the porcupine pen and have a porcupine crawl across your lap? And he goes, can we? I said, yeah. And they took off running to the porcupine pen, sat down, and Aquila walked across all four of their laps. And they're petting her and laughing and giggling. And I talked about, well, you know, therapy that Aquila provides is recognize you've got a bias or a prejudice or a fear overcome that bias, recognize it, overcome that fear. And I told them that, and they walked away. An hour later, the dad came back and said, thank you for telling me that. And I said, sir, you had no bias. You had no fear. And he goes, no, you don't understand. I'm deathly afraid of horses. I've never touched one. After you said that, I went out in the pasture and touched every horse. So a porcupine helped a man overcome a fear of horses. You know, you'd think it would be the other way around. I've said many times we don't deserve animals. <laughs> They're just remarkable. We've even got rescued bees out there, which help people overcome fear as well there. And to work around the bees, you have to work in a slow, methodical manner. I'm actually deathly allergic to bees. The last time I was stung 20, 30 years ago, I was out for four hours. Oh, wow. You really are allergic. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was out the other day, you know, working in the, uh, the bee area, helping out. Tim and I were suited up. We were pulling the honey. A lot of the animals on Scattered Joy are rescues and um, surrendered, maybe. Mm -hmm. Tell me about the where you get some of your animals. We've had uh, alpacas that have come in from a ranch in Colorado. We had an ostrich that came in from uh, out in Hebron. The dogs and cats get brought regularly in from uh, kill shelters in the south, and we adopt all of them out. Camel came up from... Uh, Eastern Colorado. Eastern Colorado. Yeah. 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 <laughs> With help. <laughs> no. Well, we went and got it because Zebediah was saved because what would have happened, it was a camel dairy for human consumption. They don't need a bunch of male camels. So if it couldn't have been 
bought by somebody for whatever purpose, it would have been sold for dog food. And people buy off the internet all kinds of different animals, have, don't have the licenses or permits that are required, don't understand the, the feeding and, and medical care that these animals need. They, they end up, uh, you know, either selling them to somebody else who doesn't have that much skill or dropping them off at the ranch. I mean, people get bunnies and chickens and pigs from the, the fairs around town and keep them for a couple of weeks and they're no longer fun. Or they buy those what they call teacup pigs, which there's no such thing. Those pot belly pigs, if you feed them, they all get big. <laughs> <laughs> They're like goldfish. Joy actually has the exact same license as a Henry Dorley Zoo. That allows her to have the exotic animals, the cavies, the quatamundes, the kangaroos, the wallabies, because it's a USDA exhibitor license. And so she has to atone to the United States Department of Agriculture exhibitor requirements that the zoo also does yes. she's a zoo have you ever received a call for an exotic animal that you you said I, I we can't take that no predators uh, well <laughs> i don't think she's been asked to take any of those but i think the answer would be no if yeah. that were the case because she would have to then follow the exact same safety parameters of right. fencing in cages and etc that becomes such a huge effort with those kind of predators Let's talk about New Orleans. Dean, you went to New Orleans. After- I went with to New Orleans with Joy, correct? Right after Ida. What was the goal? What was the purpose to head down there? Well, it was to provide resources to the shelters down there because there's precious few resources because it's all out and gone. She was contacted and coordinated with four different rescues that were asking for help. A volunteer from the ranch somehow was the the nexus to the the New Orleans rescues, and Joy coordinated and spoke with about four different rescues, got a list of what they needed. Joy then turned to the Omaha community, who instantly responded. Omaha just opened their hearts, and in about 24 hours, she filled a horse trailer with water, fuel, empty fuel cans, blankets, linens for bedding for the animals, dog food, cat food, uh, medical supplies, batteries, flashlights, just unbelievable amount of property to be given to those rescues in support of the animals. Uh, And you drove down there with no problems at all. Well, that is, uh, we called it an adventure because the trailer was so overloaded, two axles, four tires. Before we could get to Baton Rouge, we'd had three blowouts. That was how much weight was in the trailers. Which is a great thing, but also... uh, It made for an adventure. Made for an adventure. So the community of Omaha opened its heart to New Orleans to show support to the rescues. And we got down there, and the people of New Orleans, Joy, when she said earlier, when she was coordinating with them, the people she would be talking to would be crying. Why are you showing us this support? Well, it's because that's what we do. Omaha is that way. You know, it's not just us. We're trying to help you. You're suffering. You would do the same for us if we had a tragedy. And so we got down there and and shared everything that Omaha had given, and they put out a big shout to thank you, Omaha. It's on Joy's website. And you brought some animals back. We brought uh, not as many as we wanted to. Uh, We brought four dogs back. Uh, We were supposed to bring back close to a dozen. Uh, Unfortunately, the other rescue uh, did not have the required documents. Her vet had fled away from the storm. And so she, Joy, has to have certain requirements by law to transport across state lines. And those requirements weren't met, so we couldn't take those dogs. You were able to leave some food and some supplies Yes, we left supplies for her also. we uh, That was the two places we stopped. The first place we stopped got everything, and people were supposed to come to that location for the other rescues. Uh, this lady didn't have the means to, to travel, and so we went to her house uh, and saved back supplies for her and then delivered those individually to her. Walking around in ankle-deep water at the same time and pitch black. 
you know, we're focused on what we're doing. Uh, we did uh, experience, though, what the people in New Orleans were experiencing because as we were driving into the first place, it was daylight and there were no problems. We saw gas stations were closed. We saw gas stations with police officers, but no people able to get gas. And we got to the first place. It was daylight. They were all laughing, giggling and happy and upbeat. And when we got to the second location, it had turned nighttime and there was a huge storm enrolled in. And it wasn't little lightning. It was huge thunder, just flashes and bangs. And we're driving through New Orleans um, after curfew in the dark. And these flashes would occur and it would light the city up. And then the city was gone, it, like a, a, a horror movie almost. And we got to this lady's house and it was raining buckets, not cats and dogs, but buckets. And we stepped out of the trailer or out of the pickup and across her driveway, the water was flowing over my ankle. This is after Ida. Oh, yeah, after about a week after Ida. Right. Yeah. And so yeah. they're still, at this point, they're still getting water. They're still getting all that rain. That standing water, the ground's that soaked, yeah. And so we offloaded the stuff with this lady, and she had a generator that couldn't work. No power. She had family and friends that were close by. Nobody had checked on her in days. She'd had a heart attack that spring, or this spring. I'm going to have another heart attack, and nobody's going to know I'm... This lady was nothing but fear, where the first group was upbeat, positive, she was exactly the opposite. And what she needed was somebody to take these dogs away from her. She had 25 dogs in the house. And, and, she and we couldn't. But you were able, but again, you were able to assist her and, and bringing her dog food. Just being there, just or listening having to a her. person standing there in front of you. Oh, yeah. We, we both gave her hugs. You yeah. know, we're sorry. You know, we tried to be empathetic and try to help her, but what she wanted, we couldn't help. You are first responders for animals. Joy is connected with first responders. She does get calls when there's a barn. Last I knew was a, a barn fire, I think uh, Saunders County or someplace like that. And they might need a place to bring animals mm -hmm. out of that barn. And she was at, you know, she was on that network. And so she does respond as a first responder. We were out in the floods in 2019 and rescued uh, 200 some goats. 300. 300 goats and a bunch of horses and uh, donkeys. Were you able to get those animals back to their owners at, yes. at a, some point? Tell us how we can help. You can help uh, on our website, scatterjoyacres.org. There is a uh, place to donate. Uh, of course, you can also send checks to the ranch or, or make payments online, any different ways. Uh, those are things we have. We have a fundraiser coming up, which we'll post on our website. We'll be doing a, uh, an event at Topgolf. Oh, that's so a that great place. Be, so that should be fun for the golfers that are out there. And uh, just keep an eye on our Facebook page. There's always different things going on. We can always use support, and people can donate through Facebook as well. Come out and volunteer. Uh, all ages of volunteers, uh, children, teens, adults. Uh, so go to the website. There's a link to volunteer, and that gets you started in the volunteer process. Uh, just people that come, and then the camaraderie. We call ourselves the SJA family because you're not just a person that's there as a volunteer. You become part of the group. If a mom or a dad listening wants to maybe get their child into Scatter Joy to, to interact with the animals because they are having some issues with their child, what's the process for something like that? You're going to want to contact uh, Joy, uh, at, and their phone number is on the website uh, as far as getting a hold of her directly so that they can schedule the therapy. But uh, I, I tell you, I've got a son who's got uh, mental illness, and it's the only place in the world I see him relax. And he can lay down with in a bed of puppies and just completely relax. I've got a son who's on the autism spectrum, and he was, he was a volunteer out there for several years and just had a blast and enjoyed himself. All my, I take all my kids and my grandkids out there. 
uh, for interaction with the animals. Uh, I think my grandkids think they run the place. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, it's good for them, too, uh, you know, because they're raised in an urban environment. Uh, Typically, they don't see anything larger than, you know, a dog. And for them to be able to interact with animals that are, you know, 10 times their size and not have that fear of a a 2,000-pound steer or of a thousand pound horse or, or anything like that. And just to develop that, that uh, understanding and respect for the animals is, is amazing. Dean and Tim, thank you guys so much. I'm glad I caught you in the hallways. Also, if the, anybody that donated to New Orleans, they did send a big thank you shout back to you. So thank you, Omaha, for what you do. Scattered Joy Acres, find them online. Scatteredjoyacres.org. And on Facebook. Scattered Joy Acres. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Lucy. Thank you.